Hello listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now, enjoy the show. Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to morning good afternoon good evening and good night ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the centennial plus one episode of the mm. latest ps5 i'm your host today mr alex Sylvester, and with me as always is my centennial brother mr sunny sangera how you doing man technically <laughs> this is the 100th anniversary of the show not the 100 episodes because your episode no because you can't have an anniversary of zero and episode okay. 100 is not that. Yep. It's episode 101 is the anniversary right. of the first oh, episode. Oh, well, Get welcome, it. ladies and gentlemen, to the 100th episode. <laughs> 101, <laughs> people. You know, we're getting all technical with it. And, uh, like, you know, we're your hosts. You know, you, we, we love hearing y'all. Y'all love hearing us. Uh, we have a very special... 100th minus what well, I don't even know the math right now, but basically, we've got like another um, celebratory episode for our centennial um, achievement, uh, which will be on YouTube. So please go and check that out. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. We've been asking, or we've been asked questions by you, the fans, you, the listeners, some really crazy questions, but we did our best to answer them the best way that we could. Mm. And we also had uh, Demi, the uh, the ad girl on there as well, uh, uh, taking some time out as well to help us along with that episode. So please do check it out. Uh, but yes, this is episode 101 or 100, but basically it's we've made it, ladies and gentlemen. So just a round of applause for us. We're mm-hmm. still here. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, this episode, um, we are, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? We've got a lot to show you guys. This week. Uh, if you want to hear and see uh, our directions and thought of last week's state of play, uh, please uh, click on the uh, the link uh, in the description below. Uh, and basically that's for the, the massive pretty much one of the most best state of plays of the year definitely or well, in a long while mm-hmm. uh that's what he's actually managed to come out with i mean they came out with some heavy hitters probably bro. ever bro probably st- from a state ever? of play probably ever you know what i mean like, with the exception of something like a reveal? specific one like ghost of tsushima last of us two you know it's one game deep dive they're on a yeah, different yeah, league yeah. level right but as a as yeah. a collective of games this is probably the best ever yeah, and they did it well, man. They kept the tempo up, man, and it was a lot of fun. So please, guys, check that out. It's doing some good numbers on YouTube. So please help it out. Show some likes, shares, and subscribes, and please just leave us comments as well. Uh, and also in this episode, so welcome to this episode. This is going to be amazing. Um, details on the uh, Sony Benz new projects. So we're going to be diving into that today. We've also got some news about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 uh, updates on that. We've got uh, the PlayStation Plus update. Uh, we've also got some uh, charts. Um, we're going to be showing some, uh, we're going to be going through, what is it? Is it Maze? Top 20 best-selling games. We've got a packed show for you, ladies and gentlemen. So strap on, get your coffee or get your JD or whatever you need to keep yourself mm. going. And uh, yeah, just get ready for an amazing show. Uh, but before we dive in to that, what have you been playing, mate? Well, I finished Ghostwire Tokyo. Great game. 
listeners. Oh, yeah. um, if you want something different, if you love collecting things and you want a fun platinum by collecting things, then go to play Ghostwire Tokyo. I was going to platinum it, but I got an early birthday present from a friend. Dun, 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 Jurassic World <laughs> Evolution yeah, Two. Oh my gosh, so is here. So right I, the film comes out. I'm gonna be sitting there doing my spreadsheets, writing my notes down, working out my money and stuff on the parks again. But it's weird though because I had a look at the um, at my trophy list. And I've got yeah. 48 Platinums. And I thought, wow. shit, I need to do something special for the 50th. For the 50th and I looked at Jurassic. Yeah, yeah. and, and then the first thing that popped in my head is I was thinking, oh, Sony first party, Gran Turismo. What better way? But yeah. then I saw Jurassic World at the corner of my eye and I was like, it's got to be Jurassic World Evolution 2, right? <laughs> Surely it's that's the best be game the on the PS5. <laughs> but I thought, oh man, okay. what's going to be number 49? So I thought, right, yeah. I'm going to go on Google. And I'm going to find the easiest, fastest, cheapest platinum to get on a PSN game. I'm going to do that. <laughs> my my name is Mayo, where you just have to tap the pad like a thousand times to get platinum. I'm going to yeah. do that. That's number 49. Yes. And then Jurassic World Evolution 2 will be mm-hmm. uh, platinum number 50. Because okay. if anyone from Konami, who they are, is listening, there's no platinum in eFootball. Bullshit. Are you serious? Bullshit. How the hell... Anyway, okay, that's that's another episode. That's that's for another latest PSX. We might have to do that and dive deeper than that. And we might have to get a certain somebody on for that episode. Uh, and well, what have you been playing? <laughs> I've been playing uh, a couple of games, actually, in uh, prep for our massive, epic uh, P- LPS5 versus the World Tekken tournament. I've been uh, diving into a bit of Tekken. So uh, I managed to get my character, Ling Zhao Yu, and I managed to get like a couple of rounds in. I'm quite, I'm, I'm quite pretty cool on that, actually. I even dived online. And uh, I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> yeah, that like, pretty much that, that pretty much that, that that pretty much happens. I think <laughs> I look, I, I'll be modest, like, like I'll, and I'll be humble when it comes to online. When it's offline, I whoop your ass. When it's online, I'll probably win one in Fables. three. One in three, maybe I will win. But yeah, then the two that I lose, I get whooped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was mad. Didn't get any perfects though, but don't worry, man. A couple more. Uh, what's called round? Give me a little kangaroo. You know, give me a little kangaroo. Oh yeah, dinosaur. yeah. So I'll give you a Come perfect. On. Let's tell us that story again. Yeah, <laughs> the day when that, what's his name? Jack. <laughs> was it Alex? Uh, no, Alex. Is the... Alex. It's Alex. Uh, no, I, I, per- I, yeah. I perfected no, irony. you. No, no, no. I perfected you. <laughs> With something even worse, I perfected you with Roger, sure. the kangaroo. Oh yeah, that's it. The kangaroo Roger. is Roger, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That was funny, ladies and gentlemen. I was cracking up, man, because I couldn't believe that you were almost. <laughs> and that's what happens, man. I, not I almost, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. did. But I was like, you know, as it's happening, I was thinking, oh my god, this is not fucking perfect. <laughs> that just, ladies up, and gentlemen, that's where I lost my, con- that's where I lost my concentration. Heard it there the confirmation of a perfect with a kangaroo i will cut this clip i'm gonna put it on youtube i'm gonna fucking put it on pornhub i'm gonna put it everywhere man gets <laughs> you know, fucked by kangaroo that. yeah exactly you know man's, that's what that's the kangaroo. title man gets fucked <laughs> we're going by for kangaroo. that clickbait yeah we're going for that clickbait so <laughs> click on it like share and subscribe make sure you get it out there that's the name of this Everyone. episode dude dude this is episode it's, it's 101 man gets fucked by kangaroo you know what i mean <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's see this, let's see this. All right, and so, uh, yes, yeah, so we've got a great uh, episode for you guys today, and we're going to dive into that first story uh, about Ben Studio, man. So what are they, what's, what's happening over there, mate? 
Oh, mate. Well, it's been a quiet while that we've heard from Ben since days gone. And then obviously there was a lot of rumours about them initially starting on the Last of Us remake and then handing it over. But this week, so this is number one. This week, Ben Studio unveiled a brand new studio logo via the PlayStation blog. Alongside the more future-looking logo, so it does look more up-to-date, more future-orientated, and it is all about the future for them. The blog... Sorry, I'm drinking tea, so I'm burping. Uh, The blog (laughs) post went over the history of the developer, so it obviously talked about the origins of Ben Studio and the games they'd made um, for dropping some information about the new game in development as Mm -hmm. well at the Oregon-based studio. So community specialist Kevin McAllister, yes, I know, revealed... (laughs) There you go. We are currently working on a new IP... That includes multiplayer and builds upon the open world systems of Days Gone, but brings you a whole new world that we are extremely excited to craft for you. Now, if anyone like me has played Days Gone, it's it's amazing. Like that open world is so unique and just one of the best. It's the best, the closest thing you're gonna get to like World War Z. You know what I mean? And it works because you got thousands of like zombies or the undead coming at you or they're climbing and you're all over the place it's like a wave it is literally like world war z so to see and that was built on unreal engine 4 so to see what they've done after building that tech and now really finessing it and they're most likely using unreal 5 it's going to be stunning especially with the ssd they got that horde running on a flipping hard drive which is insane (laughs) and Oh yeah, I can't wait. I'm really intrigued. But Alex, I mean, yeah. Sony are being really smart, aren't they? I mean, you we barely know what the first party is doing. They just drop tiny hints about what, like, you know, the, oh. the companies that they're working with alongside, mm-hmm. you know, like Deviation Games, who are making a multiplayer game, you know, Haven Studios are making a multiplayer game. These sort of things. You hear the little nuggets, but in terms of that core Sony worldwide studios, they you know, you you barely we know anything no officially idea. we have no idea and that's i think that's good you know it just means i just i just want to know that they're actually working on something and i've actually mm-hmm. got you know a triple a company uh well ish company ben studio working on you know a, a familiar franchise and a development to that so i guess it's kind of like how um microsoft was for a bit you know what i mean we didn't have no idea what they were working on and then all of a sudden, you know, the game starts being released. Well, well, hopefully we should start seeing some announcements soon. So I'm kind of guessing that Sony's kind of just taking a little backseat first, you know, just just let people just figure out or to speculate in terms of what they could potentially do. Uh, and then mm-hmm. by next year or later on in the year, they'll just come out and just, just start learning a flurry of heavy hitter games as if last week's um, state of play wasn't enough. You know, mm-hmm. so I have no idea what they're and doing. I, think, I, think, I do I think love the Sony fact that did... Kevin McAllister Kevin McAllister is actually mm. working in the games industry. That's fucking amazing. For you home alone fans out there. <laughs> I think I think the one thing that you're really noticing with Sony and to some extent Nintendo is they just know that they don't need to show anything because they don't have enough hardware to meet demand. So they're going to sell it, sell out anyway. So they just look yeah. like Nintendo probably looking at it. Why do we need to do anything? about an update for Breath of the Wild 2. We don't have any more Switches to sell. They're selling by themselves. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, Sony are probably looking yeah. at it saying, we don't have enough PS5s to make. They're all going to mm-hmm. sell out. Why are we going to blow our aces now? We can just hold off. And then when we get the massive, huge influx of production that they're talking about, 
then we start showing the bangers you know what i mean because yeah yeah yeah. people don't realize if you go through the list and look at the amount of exclusive ps5 games that have come out since launch there is a lot i mean a lot man it is ridiculous there's probably more exclusives on ps5 than there were 360 and xbox one combined you know what i mean so there's loads tell me about these like which which there's loads there's so many (laughs) we'll go into it on another episode of latest psx or something but um yeah, it's exciting, you know, and we've got the summer showcase, uh, summer games yes. fest. Sorry, we've got the Xbox show. I know you pro- listeners are probably thinking, why they're talking about the Xbox show? We got to understand, twenty percent, thirty percent of what they're going to show there will come to PS Five as well. You know what I mean? So because <laughs> it'll be third party games. Um, so obviously, it's something that you want to see and you want to look at. You know, which will be really interesting. Plus, you want to look at the Xbox first party games because whatever you see. You think, yeah, Sony's gonna do. You know what Sony's first party is gonna be because, fucking, I just feel like Spider Man Two is gonna take over the world when that game comes out, man. <laughs> I think that's goes without a doubt, man. I mean, uh, between Spider Man Two and obviously we heard the, the still developing the Wolverine game, and those two games hit easily. Easily, it's going to chef units. And I'm guessing, guessing they've, they've obviously they've got plenty of time to develop these games, uh, and also enough time to make sure they've got enough consoles in stock, like you mentioned. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, another key uh, big game uh, which is going to be coming out this year, which we just saw some new information for, uh, is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Uh, the trailer was uh, released just today, uh, confirming that the latest PS5 reported on a t- um, report on two weeks ago that the game's open beta will be coming to the PS4 and PS5 before any other format. So that means that they've kicked Xbox to the curb. Uh, the marketing at, at the end of the trailer reads, available on play, uh, PlayStation 5 um, at least five days earlier than any other platform. Elsewhere, it's been rumored that Call of Duty on uh, Modern Warfare 2 will launch in three editions, um, each one securing early access, open beta for the PS4, the PS5 owners by a pre-order. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is officially penciled in for its own slot, isn't it? It's always October or around that time, October the 28th. Um, and it will be released on those formats that we mentioned <clears throat> with Xbox and everything else to follow. But you're a fan of these games, right? Call of Duty, cards, this is this is your realm. Yeah, man. dude. I mean, what are your thoughts? Are you looking forward to it? Have you, yeah, man. have you got fatigue yet? Have you got Call of Duty? You can't, you can't, you can't get fatigue. Really I don't understand. Like, listen, when if somebody says to me, Oh, I don't like Call of Duty. My first question is, do you play them? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then the most obvious answer that I get is, yeah, 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 I did about five years ago. What the fuck are you talking about then? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't get fatigue on something you haven't played for five years. And I don't and, and I understand like the people who play online don't get fatigued because they keep fucking playing the game. So they're obviously enjoying it. Yeah. What fatigues people is the campaign missions okay that's fine because a game can be have a bad campaign but what call of duty does is it's literally who's the guy who directed the transformers films jerry brockheimer uh michael bay michael Bay. Bay. call of duty is a michael bay game that's what it is the game is about bombastic it's an arnold schwarzenegger action flick mixed with rambo Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what Call of Duty is. It's about huge set pieces with an okay story, but it's all about the set pieces. It's all about just loud, bang, boom, finished. You've enjoyed it, right? Now go online because they're always trying to push you online to play. 
So if people mm. don't like that and they they want, you know, a Last of Us level story, that's fine. But I love Call of Duty because I just love playing the campaigns because it's there's nothing like it. And if anyone says Battlefield, have a look at Battlefield and kiss my ass because no Battlefield is not like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, the, the sales the sales show that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to think that the closest thing, <laughs> the only real competitor to Call of Duty has been Doom because there's not many big first... Yeah, because there's not that many first-person shooters with a narrative-driven okay. single-player campaign out there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Anthem, yep. bollocks. Battlefield, bollocks. Titanfall yep. 2, that was like, what, 360 fucking PS4 era or whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. There, there isn't anything competing with Call of Duty in that first-person shooter single-player campaign market. So it's got it tied down. And yeah. Modern Warfare sat in the charts for so long that even though Vanguard is out and it's not selling well, I guarantee you now Modern Warfare 2 will be the best-selling game for ages and ages and ages until whatever Rockstar game comes out and knocks it off, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's going to be there, man. Like Because you've got to understand yeah. in 2020, by the yeah 2022 to 2023, there's going to be a lot of first-party games coming out. There is no first-party game from Sony or from Xbox or to an extent Nintendo that is going to compete with this new Warzone that is coming with mm-hmm. Call of Duty. You know, Warzone right. is like 50, 60 million strong. You know what I mean? And it's free with whatever COD comes out. So <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just going to, it's going to be fine, but I think it will take a rock star level game. If a Call of Duty is, all singing, all dancing, and on form, like it always yeah. is, it does take a rock star game to knock it off, like a Red Dead or a GTA. Nothing else will knock COD off, you know what I mean? I think the only thing that probably could, but it won't happen because it ain't fucking coming out, would be a Mario Kart 9, but that fucker ain't coming out anytime soon. So, you know what I mean? So this Modern Warfare 2, is this like a remake from the previous Modern Warfare 2 mm-hmm. that came out? All the no, ago? so um, it's a sequel to modern warfare which came out um a while back a couple years okay. ago um, yeah. which was a reimagining of the like a refresh for call of duty but they just stole the mm-hmm. name and used it so this is call of duty modern warfare 2 but it's not a remaster or anything like that it's a sequel to modern warfare so okay it's okay. a and the trailer looks shit hot as well man but there's going to be gameplay, mate. Obviously, they've shown the reveal now. There'll be gameplay yep. tomorrow at uh, Summer Games Fest, hopefully. Um, so nice. we'll just have to wait and see on that. Exciting part. times. Exciting but you'll have times. to try it, dude. Yeah. And obviously, if you've got your PlayStation Plus subscription, you know sooner or later it's going to end up on there. So you'll be able to do the campaign. It will. It will. But I'm still going through a whole plethora of games right now, man. So I don't even know where I'm going to be able to dive onto that. But, uh, but yeah, I don't mind uh, diving into the campaign. Uh, and just smashing your record real quick. But anyway, man, what else we got? <laughs> All right. Well, it's a big one now because obviously we're going to talk the new PlayStation Plus service. Everyone can make little changes to waste less. And at McDonald's, we're no different. Like reusing our old cooking oil to make biodiesel. That helps fuel my truck. Or recycling my used McCafe cup at McDonald's. To make a birthday card for me. Thanks, Dad. It's the start of a plan to recycle and reuse even more. Because we know when you change a little, you change a lot. Recycling units available in UK restaurants. Search National Cup Recycling Scheme. Includes cards and other products. This episode is brought to you by ITV Hub. You've got a rare night in all to yourself. A dream. But what to watch? ITV Hub has you covered. 
Some drama, trigger point and the it crest file will keep you gripped. Light entertainment, Gordon, Gino and Fred, Road Trip and Britain's Got Talent. Reality TV, Love Island and Georgia and Tommy Baby Steps. Fancy binging on a US box set? The Sex Lives of College Girls is the one for you. Watch more series than ever before on ITV Hub. Hey everyone, wondering what this week's Patreon exclusive episode is all about this week? I thought so. This week's episode is all about predictions. Our host sat down and predicted the Summer Game Fest, Xbox and Capcom showcases. Click the Patreon link in the description to have a listen. Okay, so here at the latest PS5, we've kept you informed on every news update in regards to the new PlayStation Plus service, which is launching across territories as we speak. And this week, even though it has launched in loads of them, it's no different. If there's any news updates, we're going to give you news updates because it's a very big service that's going to be a part of your gaming lives. So notably, the list of games which we spoke about in Hong Kong and everything, uh, the list for players in Japan revealed that not only are a number of Bethesda titles included, remember Bethesda is owned by Microsoft, but so are the Resident Evil games. The list also includes classic titles that all run at 60 hertz, despite games first appearing to run at 50 hertz. Remember, Alex, we spoke about that. Even in regions where that wouldn't have been the case back when the games were originally released. It should be noted, though, that while some of the games I'm going to tell you now look very promising, the final list for Western regions should have even more games listed, as this bunch is still approximately 100 games short of what Sony said to expect from the service. So some highlighted games that I put out, I pulled out here from uh, PlayStation Plus. So if you, if you sign up for PlayStation Plus Extra or PlayStation Plus Premium, you're going to get access to some of these. Outer Wilds, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, both infamous games, NBA 2K22, Killzone Shadowfall, Ghost of Tsushima, Control, Ultimate Edition, Shenmue 3, Days Gone, Death Stranding, Tetris Effect Connected, Detroit, Demon Souls, Deliver Us the Moon, what a game, a whole bunch of Far Cries and Final Fantasies, Friday the 13th, Bloodborne, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, my boy Miles Morales, Returnal, mm. Red Dead 2, that's just some of the modern games. Some of the classic sure. games include the Eco Collection, the Uncharted Collection, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, the Oddworld Abe games, God of War Collections, Siphon Filter titles, pretty much all of the Jack and Daxter games, the big boy himself, Tekken 2 in 60 Hertz, yeah, yeah. the Bioshock Remastered games, all the Resident Evils, and so, so much more. Alex, this fucking wow. list is ridiculous. Wow. Is, and you're getting straight. You're going to play as a pussy oh, yeah. if you yeah, want yeah. to. You know get what play I mean? some pussy. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to say no to that now. But yeah, man, I can't <laughs> believe the, the heavy hitters that they've actually got on that list. I mean, what? Spider-Man and Miles, man. Returnal, Red Dead 2. Those four games alone. You know what I mean? I mean, that just, that's, that's, that's just a subscription mm. done for years, <laughs> if anything. But um, and got a wall taken. But um, yeah, man, I think they're, they're smashing out the gate right now. And they've definitely been making a stand in the industry to say that, yes, if you do want to pay for a, pl- a platform, uh, you might as well get, get it on the, uh, the Sony platform, right, compared to Xboxes, even though they've actually got like a massive catalog on the Xbox side of things. Do they have Dude, the, this is the thing? The, the, the catalog. So, the, but you pay more for Game Pass than you do PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus Premium and PlayStation Plus Premium has over double the amount of games. Than wow. Game Pass. Obviously, wow. Game Pass's biggest selling 
mute is day one on the first party stuff yeah. and it will get better and better when xbox actually start releasing first decent, party decent stuff. Games. because yeah, yeah. as i said to you alex it was an alarming stat that sony have released more games over the last year on the xbox platform than xbox studios has itself you know <laughs> so that will change yeah, over time and it will get better but at the moment it's a oh, 100 and whatever pounds a year you get the online stuff. I mean, if I look at that list right there, if I was just to play Outer Wilds, if I was intrigued to play Shenmue 3 for a few hours and then turn it off because it's shit, I'll play a whole lot of Tetris Effect Connected. I was looking at playing Death Stranding again. Um, Miles Morales, Red Dead yeah. 2. Just that alone, I've made my money back yeah, for a year if I was it. just to play those games. So I'm super excited. And I tell you what, though, because I was looking at my wish list on the PlayStation yeah. Network store. I've got like, um, what I've got on there? Uh, shit, I can't remember. I've got Jet the Far Shore. I've got mm-hmm. um, Trek to Yomi. I have Deliver Us Mars. I have loads of these games um that i was looking at like little nightmares too and i'm like i'm not even gonna buy these in sale now i'm just gonna wait for these fuckers to jump on playstation premium and then i'll just buy i'll just sign up and get them there so sorry Sony. unless it's a game i really 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 want like deliver us mars or something like that then i'll go and buy the game because i want to support the developer Mm. and um i can't wait to get into space and shit so you know. I wonder how they, that the 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 well the finances split on that. You know what I mean? Obviously, we're all paying for the subscription. Though, how do these developers? Actually nah, so it will work similar to um, it. It it works in one or two ways. So the way PlayStation Plus works is it's sort of like a gamble. Sony will turn around and they will approach a studio and they will say, "We want to put your game on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. This is how much we will give you." Um are you happy to do that? Now they can say, oh, well, the game's not really selling now. You're giving mm-hmm. us a million pounds. That's fine. If less than the equivalent of a million in revenue, download the game and play it, publisher wins because they just gained a million quid. Yeah. But if loads and loads and loads of people play it and they yeah, really like enjoy it, it Sony wins because they only paid a million but then the developer wins as well because obviously if that game has DLC because what Sony do that is very 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 smart and people don't realize that they do it is whatever game is in PlayStation Plus if it has DLC it's at a discount for PlayStation Plus subscribers nice. so okay, hypothetically good. speaking let, let's say um, Tekken 7 is not going to be but let's mm-hmm. say Tekken 7 was in PlayStation Plus that month that you can get it for free you would be able to go into your PlayStation Plus um, discounts section and you would see fuck tons of Tekken 7 DLC at discounted rates. Nice. And if you're really loving the game, you you get you're buying it. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. money really being there's no margin on Tekken 7 sales anymore. Yeah. But the DLC yeah, is just free money. So it's true. I feel like like with what Microsoft do, they pay big bunches. So like the you know the report came out that they paid. Square Enix fifteen million dollars to get mm. Guardians of the Galaxy on um, Game Pass, and that wasn't at launch. That's all. Now, oh. if I'm Square Enix, I'm like, this game's not selling anyway. We're selling it at a discount. You're going to give us fifteen million pounds. Take the yeah, game. Take it. <laughs> Do you know take what I mean? It it's one of them. But well, it's 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 going to be interesting. And I think once PlayStation Plus Premium and Extra is in full flow the reports will come out that uh, how the finances work and things like that. So it'll be really interesting to see how it all works. Yeah, pushing towards this digital only future, aren't we? 
you know mm. and i guess they're saving a shit ton of money uh without having to ship like physical uh, uh cartridge what well, cartridges say cartridges um discs you know what i mean to actually um brick and mortar stores um but yeah man this is only going to be an upside for everybody man so i'm looking forward to that uh speaking of upsides uh we have uh the capcom showcase for 2022 uh, which has just been announced for june the 13th uh, and that'll be on at 3 p.m uh pacific standard time uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11 p.m. UK time. Um, and it will be streamed over YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok. Uh, Capcom confirmed that the event will last around 35 minutes and will offer both news and in-depth updates on previously announced titles. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake will be shown in more depth, along with Street Fighter 6, uh, Resi 2, 3, and 7, uh, with the PS5 update information and more. Uh, alongside the Capcom showcase, showcase uh, please remember to click on the YouTube link in the podcast description. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're also going to be um, uh, going into this, obviously, when, when it's actually... Uh, sorry, I can't even get my words out now. That's that coffee <laughs> getting to me. Uh, but make sure, ladies and gentlemen, um, just a little reminder, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, click on the description, the like, share, and subscribe. You know what you need to do. And do leave us a comment. And also make sure you hit that bell icon because when we do start diving into the Summer Games Fest and the Xbox and Capcom shows, you're going to be wanting to hear our bullshit views about it. So uh, please <laughs> mm. sign up for that. Uh, but dude... We saw Resident Evil 4 announced last week at the State of Play, you know, mm. and that looked absolutely phenomenal. What are you looking forward to in this one? I'm not going to say because our Patreon exclusive episode this week is our predictions for <gasps> Summer Games Fest, Xbox and Capcom. So I'll hold my predictions until then. Nice. So again, if you haven't already, head over to www.patreon.com forward slash PS 5 The link is in the description you'll get access to the latest PSX because you're a Patreon and we will be pre- predicting what we think will happen at Summer Games Fest, Xbox and Capcom. So I'll hold it till there, mate. All right then, okay. Yeah, we'll leave it to then. So uh, moving on, what we got next? For those out there grappling with a weekend of DIY, Uber Eats, Leon grilled halloumi wrap, gluten-free chicken nuggets, Pizza Hut pepperoni feast, cheesy garlic bread, cookie dough, Pepe's chicken and rice, prime pita, chicken nachos, crispy cream, original glazed donuts. Order now. Uber Eats. Bring it. Check app for restrictions and availability. Separate orders are required from each restaurant. Windows 11 helps people get closer to what they love. I'm Charlotte. I'm an engineering student, and I'm creating a platform to help plus-size women feel empowered in the clothing they wear. The first thing about Windows 11 that stood out to me was how easy it was. You have all of the features that you want to use at your fingertips. It's so much more natural for me to use the touchscreen. We can make things truly size-inclusive, and with Windows 11, I'm working on it. Discover new ways to get more done with Windows 11 PCs at Windows slash brings you closer this one alex oh yes i'm stupidly excited for it it was one of our games to keep an eye on and i cannot wait number five epic sci-fi sequel deliver us mars which is a sequel to the outstanding deliver us the moon will launch on september 27th 2022 for ps5 ps4 and other platforms frontier foundry has announced Those of you planning to pick up the game on PS5 will benefit from a number of enhancements, including real-time ray-traced shadows and reflections, 
although there's more console specific extras also planned that will be announced at a later date that's them saying 3d audio haptic feedback adaptive triggers but they just don't want to upset the other formats right just to give you an idea, Deliver Us Mars follows Kathy Johnson, who signs up to the crew of the Zephyr Space Shuttle as it embarks on a mission to the Red Planet. That's Mars, by the way. Their goal is simple. Save Earth by retrieving vital arcs stolen by the Outward Organization years earlier. Now, if anyone has played Deliver Us the Moon, they know that we expanded to the moon and they've obviously gone even further this time around. However, Johnson is also motivated by a personal goal as her father Isaac joined Outward as they escaped to Mars before being forced to leave his daughter behind as a child. When Kathy receives a mysterious message from the Red Planet that suggests a connection to her past, she's determined to discover the truth. So basically what happened is Earth yeah. was running out of natural resources. This is the first game, Deliver Us to Moon. Earth was right. running out of natural resources. They found what they needed on the moon. So they went, the, the brightest and smartest went to the moon. They started sending energy and resources back to Earth that they were mining from the moon. So Earth was fine. And then it stopped all of a sudden. Nothing was coming from the moon. So that's where Deliver Us the Moon kicks off, kicks off from. You're a singular astronaut who mm-hmm. is using whatever resources are left on a shuttle to get to the moon to find out what happened. But when you get there, everything is empty. There's nothing there. The game is stunning, it's beautiful, and you've got loads of horizon-like holograms to find out what happened on that station. And then you find out, non-spoiler, but it kind of mentions it, what we spoke about there, so I'm not going to spoil it, because ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't played Deliver Us the Moon, it will be in your PlayStation Plus Extra or PlayStation Plus Premium subscription. Deliver Us the Moon, and it's going to have PS5 enhancements by then. So play that game. It's about five hours long, strong narrative, great puzzles and it will set you up for deliverous mars which is coming out i'm so excited for that game alex that's why i had to go really? to the story. Or space right space <laughs> you love space uh but we're looking at about what seven seven plus out of ten um on average no matter critic score so yeah okay i might actually give it a go and you said it's going to be in the ps plus yeah eventually cool we're no no it's launching with it it's in the chat it's in the japanese it's launching with it. oh, not, oh, not oh, deliverous oh, mars oh. deliver us the moon so deliver us the, the first game Deliver Us the Moon yep. is in the PlayStation Plus list. Deliver Us Mars. Um, you all motherfuckers are going to love Deliver Us the Moon. You're going to buy the game. You're not going to wait. <laughs> well, we'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do end up buying a game, uh, please let us know and if it's any, any any good and whether Sonny's recommendations on all, all that is space is actually worth your time. Uh, I think I might actually dive into it and see what it is. If you're saying it's got some uh, Horizon-like elements in there. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, and like I said, it's, it's just a, it's, it's an intriguing story to find out what happened. That's it. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's about five hours and it's just narrative strong, but it's only the, the oh, really? narrative can only be strong okay. if you're finding the things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you're not finding the things, you're missing the story. So you've got to be, you got to take your time with it. Yeah. yeah and, it, and it is stunning. It is beautiful. Yeah, I like the concepts. I like the concepts. You know what I mean? A dystopian future. Uh, I just hope we don't really and reach there. Ladies anyway. and gentlemen, yes, you do go out onto the moon's surface. Oh, yes. Well, that's definitely going to be something to dive into. We might even do like a, a live play with that. Isn't it? But anyway, let's uh, should we move on uh, to the Entertainment Software Association, uh, who has announced something big, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, an old relic in the game industry that used to take place this time every single year for the past 20 years uh, has been missing. And there is a little bit of hope, hopefully. Uh, and that object I'm talking about, or that 
entity I'm talking about is E3, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, it might actually be coming back next year as a digital and physics event. Uh, sorry, a digital and physics event. Sorry, as a digital and physical event. Um, so yeah, uh, E3 has had a rough time for the past few years due to the coronavirus pandemic, uh, having been cancelled outright in 2020 and going digital only in 2021. Um, as mentioned, the event won't be happening this year in any shape or form, leaving the bulk of the game revealed to Summer Games Fest. Um, Stan Pierre-Louis, uh, the president and CEO of uh, ESA, commented, we're excited about coming back in 2023 with both a digital and an in-person event. Uh, as much as we love these digital events and as much as they reach people uh, and we want to get that global reach, uh, we also know that there's a really strong desire for people to convene, to be able to connect in person and see each other and talk about what makes games great. And there's also the uh, the backhand deals, the things that just happen that we don't even know behind the scenes, which I guess has been missing. You know, those happen chances when you get, uh, I don't know, Hideo Kijama accidentally bumping into Miyamoto-san uh, and they ended up making a Metal Gear slash Mario crossover game, which could actually be amazing. Uh, but yeah, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, E3 in this event, which I've always wanted to go to, and I was I was gutted when they said that they're going to be obviously cancelling it, and there was a potential that it was actually going to be cut forever. But uh, this is given a glimmer of hope, man. And uh, I guess as things are kind of quieting down in terms of the pandemic, it does kind of make sense to try and see if the, this event still has legs. Um, but for game veterans, I think they will definitely go for it because it's like a big piece of nostalgia as well, isn't it? Well, and you said the key word there, mate. My thoughts are a word you summed it up, relic. <laughs> Listen, really? even if E3 comes back... I thought it was going to be nostalgia. No, 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 no. The ESA need to understand they can't rip the industry off anymore for money. And oh, right. that's why Sony and Nintendo aren't there. They're not going to waste money on a show that they don't need to waste money on anymore. It costs millions yeah. to run that. And yeah. hardly anyone's going to be there now. That I think... It's not where even Microsoft kind of pulled out a little bit, you know what I mean? And did it on yeah. there across the street and EA don't even do it and stuff like that. So it's no point. I just think it don't get me wrong. I think if they can, what we're seeing now is I think it was a bit of a mess during the pandemic because it was the pandemic. But if you look at this year without the pandemic, the digital timetable is working well. You've had a Sony state of play. You've got mm. loads of shows over the next few days. So that's how you do it. You don't space it out one here, one there, one there. You do it all in the space of a week. Don't yeah. need E3 to do it. But don't get me wrong. I do miss the live audience and the crowd reactions and things yeah. like that. But that's you don't need an E3. You just need a PlayStation experience or something to do that, you know? So you we'll do and you can. But like to get that live, you know, real time feedback from the fans, you know, that's something. And like the fact that it was more of a, you know, it's, it's like a festival, right? I mean, it's a time of the year mm. in which all game um, fans alike, the industry and fans come together and celebrate what it is that we all love, games. Uh, and it is a shame that it's actually not a part of, you know, the yearly schedule anymore. Um, and even though, like you said, you know, we've, we've got digital releases, we can just do it all online. They can even do a lot of these events on like a Twitter feed, you know. Um, just having everybody at one event, you know, is, is special, you know, and mm. I think... They should bring it back, even though it does cost an arm and a leg. Um, they could probably do the same thing, but a bit more scaled down. But, you don't know, I guess it's just what we're used to, isn't it? I mean, imagine if they launched the PlayStation VR 2 there at the E3, you know what I mean, 2023. They probably won't. Obviously, it's going to be released before then, potentially. Uh, but, yeah, that would just be mad, just seeing, you know, 
uh, the, the fans, you know, getting the, the media coverage, getting the fans' uh, point of view on it as well. Um, and I don't know, just building that anticipation for new hardware. I mean, it's just different when you see it online. Like when we saw the PS5 mm. reveal, I mean, that was amazing, but it would have been over the, it would have been freaking crazy if we saw that at the E3 show. You know, I mean, that would have just, people would just been lost their shit. Mm. But, uh, but anyway. Two sides of the coin right there. You don't want to see it go. I want to see it stay. So we'll see how it turns out next year um, and see who actually turns up. I mean, you might be right. Microsoft will probably just say no. Nintendo will probably say no. They got the wrong mm. directs. So who will actually turn up? <clears throat> we'll see yeah, what happens. But, anyway. but um, yeah, well, happens. we'll move on for what could happen to what did happen, Alex, because we got some interesting chart positions this week. Football is so much more than just the score. And the same is true of the LiveScore app. You probably know LiveScore for real-time updates and in-play stats, but what about their pre- and post-match offerings? We're talking breaking team news, player stats, match highlights, lineups, and live league tables all rolled into one match page. And don't miss exclusive content on all things football, from the latest transfer news to expert analysis and insight, only on LiveScore's watch section. Download the free LiveScore app from the App Store or Google Play. LiveScore. It's more than a score. Hey everyone, wondering what this week's Patreon exclusive episode is all about this week? I thought so. This week's episode is all about predictions. Our host sat down and predicted the Summer Game Fest, Xbox and Capcom showcases. Click the Patreon link in the description to have a listen. Cool. So we're going to dive into the UK charts uh, for last week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and straight in at uh, number 10 uh, is Gran Turismo, which is last week's number nine. Uh, we have Minecraft. The Switch edition at number nine for this week. At number eight, we have Sniper Elite 5. At number seven, we have WWE 2K22, uh, which is a massive jump up from last week's position 35. Um, so what happened there? That's interesting. Uh, at number six, we have uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. At number five, we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the game that doesn't die, up from number 10 of last week. At number four this week, we have FIFA 22. And at number three, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, still in the top three. And number two, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, which was last week's number three. And at number one, we have Horizon Forbidden West, which was last week's number two. Wow. So uh, the game is still topping the charts. I mean, this game came out in February. Before you go into the percentage, before you go into the percentages, which are just underneath there, funny thing is if Sniper Elite didn't come out, Horizon would yeah. have been number one for three weeks in a row, which meant it could have done it. It could if it did it, it would have been a game that could have had a chance to do it, it again next it. week. Like yeah. it would have been yeah, weird yeah. as fuck. Game's been out for like and 13 old. weeks. <laughs> but yeah, yes. I mean tell us the percentages, mate. You've got them there. Yeah, let's go with. Yeah, yeah. So dove into the percentages. Horizon reclaimed the top spot for a second time in three weeks after a 31% increase over last week. Uh last week's number one was Sniper Elite. Uh, which dropped 67% this week um, after release, uh, with WWE 2K22 jumping 100, I'm oh, sorry, 356% after featuring in Sony's Days of Play. 
sale. Wow. So I didn't realize that people love WWE that much. Yeah, well, it's, it's a game. great... 2K22 is a real return to form. You know, like I'm talking like to the PS2 and 64 days level of form, man. And it was £25 in the days of sale. So it was going to jump wow. massive no matter yeah, what. But yeah, that. I mean, last week we saw some weird games in there. And that was down to obviously sale and promotions and stuff. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, Horizon, it's it's being helped by PS5 bundles uh, being in the, um, you know, stores available. It was yeah, obviously, you're about, to, you're about to mention lifetime sales of PS5, but just another one, you know, that's two months in a row now in the UK, PS5 has been the best-selling console because it's finally been fucking stocked. Do you know what I mean? So, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. There's been more stock of Xboxes. There's been more stock of Playstations. And obviously Nintendo has a decent amount of stock out anyway, but not as much as they would like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just great for people who want to get hold of a machine. But obviously Horizon is it benefiting is. and Gran Turismo is still holding on in there, um, which is great news. Yeah, and uh, talked about some more great news. Uh, two weeks ago, just after recording the episode 99, uh, we found a PS5 had passed 20 million units sold worldwide. That pisses Sony off because they're probably looking at it thinking we could be at 25 by now, isn't it? Like, we could have been. Yeah, yeah, it should have been done ages ago. Uh, but yeah, that's still an amazing feat. I mean, hold on, mm. it's been out for what, two years now or coming up? Uh, and also, uh, Saudi Arabia continue uh, the shopping spree after purchasing 8.1% of Embracer Group for $1 billion. Wow. It's dangerous times, mate. It's dangerous times. You know, we all thought Embracer was like, you know, fighting off Saudi Arabia, fighting yeah. off Tencent, but Saudi Arabia were like, yo, fuck this, we'll just buy Embracer. You know, so now they own, they, you know, after buying 5% of Nintendo, they now own 8.1% yeah. of Embracer. Wow. This is, uh, this yeah, is this interesting. interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you would have thought that the the oil barons of the East, <laughs> um, well, you know, listeners, taking a massive slice of games. Our fellow PS5 gamers are aware that we uh, keep on track with everything that's happening on with acquisitions and things. So we'll be looking into um, the Saudi Arabian deals on Embrace in a lot more detail. And obviously, it sounds like there'll be more moves coming, but. Alex mentioned it at the top of the show. Uh, we have the charts for the month of May in the UK, uh, the top 20, which I'll go through now. Obviously, as we mentioned before, the PlayStation 5 was the best-selling console for May, followed by the Xbox Series S and X, and then the Nintendo Switch. So uh, at number 20, again, these are really skewed because of a lot of promotions that started through the month of May. So you're going to hear old games as well as new. Number 20, The Sims 4. Number 19, Sonic Forces. Number 18, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number 17, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number 16, Sonic Mania. Number 15, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Number 14, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number 13, Gran Turismo 7. Number 12, Sniper Elite 5, which is ridiculous because it came out with like two days of the month left. Number 11, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Number 10, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number nine, WWE 2K22. Number eight, NBA 2K22. Number seven, Horizon Forbidden West. Number six, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number five, Elden Ring. Number four, everybody's favorite, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number three, three, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number two, FIFA 22. And number one, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. But, Alex, GTA, it's still going. 
it's still going. Please, people, to stop buying that game because if you what do, was the last sales number? One hundred sixty-five million, one hundred sixty-eight million sold. You know the thing is, like, I'm sure people want to see the next iteration into the franchise, right? So come on, just stop buying the game, let it die out. Let's get GTA Six up there. Uh, but Elder Ring doing good. Red Redemp- Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm surprised to see that back in the charts. Um, yeah, that's nice. Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order. Um, obviously, with the announcement of the sequel, that probably helped that uh, spike up a bit as well. Um, but yeah. It's uh, it's looking like a very healthy chart, right, mate? Um, mm-hmm. but no, uh, Pez, no, no e football, no nothing. Like what's, it's free what's to play. On? It's that's free to play. That don't count. All right. It's free to play. <laughs> yeah, it will like, be in the like free to play charts out, when the it's listen. Like I call it now. I will call it now <laughs> when the PlayStation blog releases the free to play charts for America and Europe. E football mm-hmm. will be in both, but in yeah. Europe it will be in the top five still. Okay, there's a prediction, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you tune in to see if he is right. And is as always, if you do want to get in touch with the show, uh, you can leave us a comment in the section below, or you can get out to us by email at the latest PS5, sorry, the latest PS5 at gmail.com uh, and by Twitter uh, at latest PS5. Uh, like these uh, lovely listeners who have sent us a couple of letters uh, for today. We have one from DJ. Uh, from He's from Louisiana in the United States. Um, and he asks, or they ask, because we don't know, DJ could be anything, right? Um, if you could choose a Marvel IP to be made exclusively for PlayStation, which would it be? What type of game and who would develop it? Very interesting question. So, um, and Marvel IP... Exclusively for the PlayStation. Well, uh, what are you thinking, man? Uh, okay, we're going to change this a little bit, DJ, because me and Alex would both pick Blade, but we're going to change it to... <laughs> uh, see, I know you too well. We're going to change it to the MCU. I wasn't going to say that, but that is a really good That is a really good. We're going to tie it down to the MCU universe, so what's only okay. been in the films and the TV show. I don't know, you know, it's kind of hard okay. to pick. Well, what I would do... Um, I'm kind of cheating here. Yeah, um, I wouldn't just pick one particular IP. I would just get a collection of IPs, uh, and I would create a beat 'em up uh, of all the Marvel characters. Uh, and so what I'll probably Marvel get versus Capcom, is... yeah. No, 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 just Marvel <laughs> versus Marvel. Yeah, and uh, who would I get to develop it? It'd have to be Neville Realm Studios. <laughs> oh, wow. Neville Realm Studios, because they, yeah, because they obviously they smashed it with. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Injustice, right? Uh, and the Mortal Kombat franchise. Um, but also, uh, I would like a collaboration uh, with some of the greatest uh, fighting game designers, uh, developers of all time. That would be Bandai Namco. So yeah, it'd be a collab between Neverrealm and Bankai Namco uh, on a Marvel franchise, and it'd just be a massive beat-em-up. I think that game would be freaking amazing. You know, if you had like the Tekken kind of format, but they kind of had the brutalness of, you know, Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Yeah, make the game 15, you know, and that's what people want. Well, especially, well, not everybody, but yeah, kids will probably hate it. But um, yeah, I think that'd be a killer because I don't think there's actually a decent beat-em-up for Marvel. I mean, obviously they have the 2D one with Capcom, um, but yeah, they could do something with that franchise. Unless you're going to tell me that it's already existing and it's already actually going to be announced at the next uh, <laughs> no, there, I mean, there <laughs> Summer was Games Fest. There, there was loads of rumours that... Um... 
there was a Marvel fighting game in the works, but then you got to, it can't be Never Realm because Never Realm owned by WB, aren't they? So it, it won't yeah, happen. Yeah. But um, it's a dream. It's a dream, though. Isn't it? Obviously, this question. It was all a dream. We're in <laughs> it a was magazine. All a dream. In okay, a DJ, there ain't no laws. Hear me out, Alex. <laughs> Go on. Hear me out now. Go on, then. DJ. I want a game exclusively for PlayStation made about Thanos. And Thanos, okay. I want it to be based around what he spoke about in Infinity War, about how his world was destroyed and mm-hmm. they dingied themselves. I want it to be about that. So sort of like Thanos's origin, but not real early origin story. And I want Sony Santa Monica to make it because they did God of War and it would move like God of War, like the way Kratos moves and he's big and he's okay. strong yeah. and things like that. That's how Thanos would be. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd want a Thanos origin game around the mcu and i want sony santa monica to make it and it moves and plays like a god of war game because that's how thanos would be um but obviously imagine that shit yeah but imagine that sort of shit in like space and everything like that and yeah Mm -hmm. it'd be really interesting and it's just something different but great question dj because i mean if i could pick anything it'd be blade because i just want a fucking blade game you know what i mean yeah, I think it'd be so cool, man. It'd just be so cool. Yeah, I think, um, but no, I think that'd be a good idea, actually, with that Thanos idea. Um, and he can, like, work his way up to collecting all the Infinity Stones, and then you have the decision to snap your fingers or not. But also, at the same time, two other ones would be cool. A Doctor Strange game made by Remedy Entertainment, who did Control, because they could pretty much make a Doctor Strange game, and it's exclusive they to PlayStation, could do right? It. Yeah. Or Kojima Productions gets a hold of... Um, Black Widow and there's a stealth espionage game, you know, about Russian like military intel and like, things like that, you know. That could be it cool. would work. It would work yeah. because they know how to do that shit. And she she should be climbing in the vents and stuff, so it'll all be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking whether um Doctor Strange would have been good as a um like a first per- or third person action ma- magic shooter, I guess, uh with the likes <laughs> of House Mark um behind the helm of that, you know, obviously from Returnal. Uh, and they obviously could in terms of the visuals, I mean they would just absolutely smash it. Um, but yeah, remedy is a good call. Remedy is a good call. But DJ, great question. Really good question. Uh, we have another one from uh Simon now uh from Cambridge in the UK. Uh, and he says, Evening lads, thanks for the YouTube live reactions. It was hilarious to watch and was cool not having to wait for your thoughts. Uh, my question is simple. Uh, what is the most beautiful death that you've ever seen in a video game? For me, it's every time Lara Croft dies in Tomb Raider reboots. Uh, gruesome <laughs> and funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, um, they go over the top, man. They like, it, like she'll scream as she gets impaled by spikes, and they'll show that shit right. and everything. Like, that's a good okay. question. I never thought about that. Like the most beautiful it death. It is. It is. Um, I think an easy one for me would be um, Last of Us. The way those zombies. Well, careful, careful, yeah. Yeah, careful yeah. to people. But yeah, there, well, there is quite a few. In, there's two. That. There's two big ones in a uh, Last of Us that are like one. Yes. Oh come on, man! It's been out for a plenty of time nah, now. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we still can't do it for people. We still can't do it. For yes, people. we can. Okay, such and such gets killed, right? And that's the way it is. But anyway, um, that wasn't even going to talk about that, those deaths, those key deaths. Um, I was just going to say the way they actually. You know, when the way you die, the way the, way the monsters actually rip you apart whenever you get something wrong, like tear off your face or the rip out your chest. I mean, it's just brutal. not exactly beautiful, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. 
No, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's gruesome. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what we want, right? Uh, beautifully gruesome. Uh, that would be mine anyway. I think How about yours? Journeys there because that's your journey to heaven and you don't realize you're doing it and you're going up with someone and then your ends are there. So that was a beautiful way, right? So journeys there. Um, (laughs) I got two, I can think of two to mind, but one can be avoided and one can't. So Meryl Mm. in the original Metal Gear, because actually, you know, fuck Meryl, man, Uh, Gray Fox. (laughs) It just hit me. I was thinking Meryl because I tried the whole game to save her and I got the ending where she dies. You know she I mean? dies. Yeah, yeah. And I thought about Grey Fox and I was like, Grey oh, Fox. shit. Cyborg yeah. Ninja. So, yeah, that's a, that was a beautiful yeah. death. And it was because he epic. sacrificed himself, man. He did. Um, he did. But again, you know, anyone who's played... I, I don't give a fuck if you've played it. It's too beautiful to not talk about it. Just the way Arthur Morgan finishes his arc in that game is beautiful and stunning and then all the jokes you've had with him in that game and it's weird though because it sets it up beautifully because you have played the original Red Dead and John Marston is one of your favourite characters of all time and everything you're doing as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead 2 which is a prequel to Red Dead is you're always looking after as a your mind subconsciously is looking out for John Marston or anytime you have a okay. mission, you want to take John Marston with you. Cause you know what? He, yeah. He's your boy, right? It's capable. And yeah, then, yeah. but you, you, you really attach yourself to Arthur and he's so, and how you put play him as a character is how you really obviously become him. So then the, when it, yeah. that moment finally happens, no matter how you've gone, it ends in such a wicked way. You're like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's wow. it. It's cool, man. Epic. And then there's a little epic that you don't do it. You have to stumble upon it. But if you go to where, obviously the game carries on after that and you're John Marston. Mm-hmm. If you go to that area, you get like a nice little cutscene, which is really cool. Man. And a little comment from John Marston. You're like, yes, full stop. Beautiful ending. Nice. Loved it, nice. man. Loved it. Sweet, sweet. Simon, great question. Great question. Two great questions uh, this week, man. Two very good questions. Yeah, guys, keep them up. Keep them up. That's what we want to hear. Uh, and as always, uh, the latest PS5 at gmail.com and at latest PS5. Uh, or just leave us a comment in the section below. We're always hanging out there. So uh, just let us know your thoughts. Um, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 101 slash 100. So what do you think? Let us know your thoughts. Uh, anything that we discussed today, whether it's the details about Sony Ben Studio, whether it's about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, the PS Plus updates, are you going to be getting any of these games? Uh, also, what are your thoughts about the Capcom? Um, are you looking forward to uh, Resident Evil 4? Uh, are, you even li- are you actually going to be getting uh, Deliver Us Moon and or uh, Deliver Us Mars? Uh, so, and what are your thoughts about the E3 potentially being revitalized for next year? loads in this episode ladies and gentlemen but uh just let us know your thoughts and we look forward to hearing from you but uh that's it from me uh any final words mate no listeners i would just say enjoy summer games fest by the time you're listening to this it's probably happened we gotta go to war release date um <laughs> and yeah just obviously keep your mind open on the xbox show and feel free to donate to their charity um, while the show is taking place because they need all the help they can get. And don't forget Capcom on the 13th of June, and we will see you next week. Take care, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night. A man got fucked by a kangaroo.
Who? How? <laughs> what? Find out next week. You'll find out. <laughs> let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad free and up to three days early not only that you can also gain access to patreon exclusive playstation shows that focus on sales numbers all-time lists showcase predictions and more head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 or click the link in the description to join our playstation community and show your support